What's up, Video Landers? I'm your host, Brad Hawkins. Welcome to another AV Quickie. Also, just a reminder, if you like this episode, you can find more episodes at adventuresinvideoland.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Video Land. We are critics with attitude, which means this episode might contain explicit content. Anything goes when you're in Video Land. Sometimes you might get some inappropriate language, some locker room talk. So if you're easily offended, this might not be the podcast for you. All right, guys, I couldn't wait to watch Halloween Kills. I wasn't a big fan of the 2018 version. There were some things that I liked, some things that I didn't like, a few things, um, a few, a perfect coincidence or two that just took me out of the movie. But the trailer for Halloween Kills is one of the best trailers I've ever seen. It looked awesome. Everybody going after Michael Myers with their torches and their pitchforks. It looked fresh. It looked killer. Probably one of the best trailers, definitely the best trailer of this year. I was excited. I was primed for a Halloween movie, especially this close to Halloween. Now, when it comes to the Halloween movies, I'm of the camp that likes the original Halloween too. And with these new movies retconning the series, it ignores all the previous movies except for the original Halloween. There's some nice callbacks. There's a nice callback in this movie to Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. By the way, if you haven't watched that movie, go check it out. It's a great B-movie. It's a great Halloween movie. It's a great trick-or-treat movie. It's just a fun B-movie, so go check it out. But I wouldn't have retconned Part 2, all right? I'm of that camp. The original Part 2 split the fans because Michael and Laurie are brother and sister. I actually like that twist. I love the original sequel. I love the showdown that takes place in the hospital, which it looks like Halloween ends. The next movie will go back to the hospital. So, you know, why retcon the original Part 2? It's aggravating to me, but, and I know I'm all over the place here, but when you start talking about the Halloween timeline, it can get a little confusing. If the next movie, if it goes back to the hospital, it just makes this movie, Halloween Kills, it just makes this movie, it just makes it end up being filler until I get to the hospital invasion movie that I want. So I have a lot of strong opinions on this franchise just in general. And these things are subjective. You know, we're going to have different opinions on what should be retconned and what shouldn't have been retconned. So I'm very curious to hear your guys' thoughts on this, but I wouldn't have retconned the original Halloween 2. All right, so let's talk about what worked for me and what didn't work for me. With Halloween Kills, Michael is back and he's doing what he does best. He is a cold-blooded killer. It's bloody and I enjoyed watching Michael Myers do what he does best, killing. So if you want the kills... The kills are here. I think you're going to be happy. Another positive. The John Carpenter score is amazing. I love his Halloween music. It's iconic. And here it's updated a little bit. He added a few new tracks. It's classic Carpenter. The score is killer. The score hits the mark. You'll get your Halloween fix and then some. Love the music. The opening title sequence is kind of connected to the music here. It's, it's great. Whatever the Carpenter track is called that's playing over that opening title sequence with the, uh, the burning... Uh, the Flaming Pumpkins, that John Carpenter score is brilliant. Like, it feels like Halloween. Let's see. I thought the humor was fine. I think the humor is probably on par with the 2018 version. So if you thought the balance in the 2018 version was good, I think you're going to dig this. It worked for me. Uh, there's two gay characters in this, Big John and Little John. Uh, they put a smile on my face a few times. So I think the scares and the humor had a pretty good balance. So this next thing, I don't know if it's a positive. I want to talk about a Halloween prank concerning razor blades. It's a horrifying prank, and I hope kids don't pull this shit this year, but it was pretty ingenious, all right? Kids, don't pull the razor blade prank, all right? It's fucked up, but, but you have to give credit where credit is due. 
is a pretty good prank. And uh, one more thing that I'll clump with my positives. Look for a Bob Odenkirk cameo, all right? You would know him from Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, but look for his cameo. You might want to Google it because you'll never find it. I wouldn't have anyway, but it's a nice little piece of trivia. So Google uh, Bob Odenkirk um, Halloween Kills. All right, so those are my positives. Let's hit on some negatives. My big negative is pretty much the meat of this movie. The townspeople, the mob, all right? They were my favorite part of the trailer. It was the selling point. I was all about it. Again, Halloween Kills, probably my favorite trailer of this year. It looked awesome. Focusing on the town, hunting down Michael Myers on paper, sounds great. Seems like a fun idea. Seems like a fresh idea. But what the trailer doesn't show you is the entire town is full of dumbasses. Look, I'm a big horror fan, but I hate dumbass characters in horror movies. By focusing on the mob, and I wasn't expecting this, but by focusing on the mob, it really highlights dumbass people. Most of the time, you only have to roll your eyes at like, what, two, maybe three stupid characters? Characters doing dumb shit? Here, you have an entire town of people doing dumb shit. Like, has anyone in Haddonfield ever watched a horror movie? Like, we've all watched a horror movie. We've all had those, don't go in there, don't do that moments. The entire movie is full of those moments. If I have to sum up the mob, they're basically like, Evil dies tonight! Let's kill Michael! Let's kill him! Uh, oh shit, he's turning us into the monsters! What have we done to ourselves? Uh, fuck it! Let's go kill him! Let's go kill Michael! Evil dies tonight! It's... It comes off like an episode of South Park. Like, I have to see an episode of Halloween Kills. A South Park episode of Halloween Kills would be fucking awesome. Or, I at least have to see one of those How It Should Have Ended videos. Because it would have ended with me prison shanking this motherfucker. Alright? Check this out. The ending. Lori's daughter sets a trap for Michael. She puts his mask in the middle of the street. The mob pops out. They surprise him. Surprise, motherfucker! And then he slowly bends over and picks up his mask and puts it back on his face. Before he could pick up that mask, I would have shot him a dozen times and stabbed that motherfucker with a pitchfork. I would have fucked that guy up. Come on, don't, don't give him room to breathe. Another great example. Uh, there's a scene right before that. The dad of one of the main characters goes into Michael's house and says, you know, kids, don't follow me. I'm going to go check out the house. And moments later, they find him dead in the attic. It's like, what did he do? Did he just run right into the house, right up to the attic, and into the arms of Michael Myers? Like, what the fuck? And then the kids sweep the house, they check out the house, and they do the stupidest shit. Most people that I know, if they had to interact with the fucking boogeyman, they would be on their fucking game. I am very confident that none of my friends would check the house, would sweep the house like these two dumbasses. There's a point in the movie where they have Michael on the staircase. And they knock him out. And my daughter leans over to me and says, Double tap. Double tap. I'm like, Shh. She's right. She's 17. Again, has anyone seen a horror movie in this town? I mean, they live it. All right? They should know. I mean, they know he survives a flaming house from the first movie. Double tap. Put your boot through his fucking face. Everyone in this movie is stupid. So yeah, the town people aggravated me the entire movie, and since they focus on the town people, 
It just really highlights or seems like there's more dumb shit happening than in your normal horror movie. But if you want the killing and that's all you want, the killing is here. However, that's just a percentage of the movie. You still have movie characters. Killing isn't enough for me. I'm not looking for Oscar bait. I'm not looking for an Oscar caliber Michael Myers movie, but I need just a little bit more. It's like when I hear people saying that all they wanted from a King Kong and Godzilla movie was to see King Kong and Godzilla fight. And I'm thinking, that's probably like, what, 30? 30 minutes if you're lucky? 40 minutes of scenes? What about the other two and a half hours of that movie? It's the same thing here. The horror genre is my favorite genre. And I love the kills. Like I said, the kills are creative. They're intense in this movie. But I still have an hour and a half that I have to spend with dumbass people. It's aggravating. And it's not a fun movie. So that's the meat of my problem. And there's a lot of meat. Also, I know it's a small town, but everybody still knows each other. Nobody left the town. They all hang out at the same bar. It's so convenient. It's one of those, it's just one of those convenient screenplay beats. At least in the It movies, you have these people from a small town, but at least one or two of them got away because the town of Derry is a fucked up place to live. So they, they escaped. <laughs> they left. The relationships were severed. It makes sense. It's a little bit more organic. Again, Halloween Kills feels like a fucking South Park episode. Let's see. Um, I have a few other thoughts that aren't really negative, but just unneeded, kind of uh, just unnecessary. Will Patton's character, Hawkins, his whole story and his flashbacks to the original Halloween, they didn't do anything for me. The flashbacks were done well. The filters they used made it look old. There's a great Donald Pleasance cameo. Don't know how they did it, but he looks awesome. They even got his voice down. But... The flashbacks did nothing for me. In my opinion, most of the time, don't even touch the original. Don't add to the original. It's already good. We already know it's good. If you fuck around too much, you're going to end up fucking up the original. Luckily, they didn't do that. Luckily, they didn't fuck it up. But it was just unneeded. They also cast Anthony Michael Hall as Tommy. You might know him from Vacation, Breakfast Club, 16 Candles, um, Weird Science. Every once in a while, he'll pop up in something, and I usually like him. He had a very small role in, in The Dark Knight. Um, he pops up here and there, and when he shows up, I'm like, cool, Anthony Michael Hall. But here, there is just something about him in this movie where I just want to punch him in the face. It's like that guy from Step Brothers where I just, uh, I, I just want to punch him. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is about his face, but I just want to punch him in the face. He has one of those faces in this movie, and... He's a part of that meaty problem. We spend a lot of time with him and the townspeople. So you need someone that can carry the movie while Jamie Lee Curtis is sidelined. Which I don't mind her being sidestepped. She's recovering in the hospital. But I need someone to anchor this movie. Someone that you can root for. And for me, it wasn't her daughter. It wasn't her grandkid. And it wasn't Tommy. The role of Tommy could have been a really fun role. I think Paul Rudd played him in... Halloween 4, it's been forever since I watched that movie, but just bring back Paul Rudd, fuck it. I think there's something about Paul Rudd that would have made it fun, um, humorous, but I think that he could have, I think he could have brought something interesting to this role. But as is, Tommy and the mob, all they are, they're just filler until we get to the next movie. We didn't really need this movie, just start off with Michael killing the firefighters and making his way to the fucking hospital. Because the movie we want to see is the hospital invasion movie. Laurie versus Michael Myers. 
Halloween Kills is just an unneeded side story. And something else I wasn't expecting. By the end of this movie, it looks like they're going back to the supernatural elements of Michael Myers. And I'm not against that. I'm a huge fan of Halloween 3. But that's when the series started going downhill with, with most fans. So if you're going back to the supernatural, again, why the retcon? And I think the biggest problem with the supernatural is you start having to explain Michael Myers. And I think the best version of Michael Myers is left unexplained. He just is. He's just the boogeyman. That's the best version of Michael Myers. Just let him be the boogeyman. So yeah, those are most of my thoughts. I did get a little bit of a seasonal Halloween fix in my veins. And I'll be honest with you, I'll keep watching these movies. If David Gordon Green wants to make five more Halloween movies, I'll be there on opening night, all right? Especially if they release them during Halloween. It's just, it's just part of the Halloween experience for me. I recommend staying home and watching the original Halloween 1, 2, and 3, but I know you guys aren't going to do that because it's obviously Halloween, so if you guys go out and you go watch Halloween Kills, I hope you enjoy. All right, guys, those are my quick thoughts. I hope you enjoyed this quickie as much as I did. Let me know if you agree or disagree in the comment section of this episode. What's your opinion? Did you enjoy Halloween Ends? Anyway, guys, let me know what you think. Thanks for going on this adventure with me. You can find me on adventuresinvideoland.com. I'm on Instagram, but the conversation always begins and ends on Facebook. You've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. Until next time, my good people, stay scared.